2: Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
1: On, on the edge of the box is Madden. Madden trying to manufacture the shot, gets it away. It's yeah! There! Oh my word! What a goal from Paddy Madden, the Irishman. Straight-
4: I just don't think it counts as a drink problem, if I've been like that for years. Hello and welcome to the Scarf Begara War, your weekly recommended dosage of county news, views and opinions. Just like Neymar and his sister, the new season is tantalisingly close. We'll be with you for the next hour or so, having a look forward to Saturday's game, as well as going back over everything what has happened in the last week. County-wise, not like everything, we're not going into like world news and stuff. That'd be a good spin-off though, maybe we'll add that to the Patreon. Joining me tonight, I I can actually say joining me now. Russ doesn't like it when I uh, (laughs) say he's joining me, because it's it's, his podcast, isn't it? We'll see about that. Joining me is a man who's fast becoming a part of the furniture here at Scarf War Towers, like a reliable footstool or a sturdy shiffer robe. don't know what a shiffer robe is, but I read it in To Kill A Mockingbird. 25 years since I first read it, and I've still not bothered to find out what it is.
1: Anyway, it's Waggy. Oh, Waggy, hi, mate. (laughs) Good evening. How are we doing?
4: Ah, oh, not bad, mate. Not bad. It's uh, it's like it's like uh, the night before Christmas, Christmas Eve. That's the phrase I'm looking yes. for. I forgot the word pub last week, and now I've forgotten Christmas Eve. So it's uh, it's all going well. Yeah, three yeah, days. Excitement's ago. getting oh,
1: really? to
4: you. Yes, yeah. very much so. Well, I went, to, I went to the uh, I went to the forum last night, didn't I? So obviously, I've I've just heard insightful questions all evening. So you know that nothing gets <laughs> you yeah, it was some some no, something.
1: Something I've been talking about numbers, weren't there?
0: I'm
4: surprised (laughs) it took until the final question for that to get asked. Never mind the bloody stadium. Never mind mind stadium redevelopment. Need the
1: important things. going to line up.
4: Yeah, this is. I was was just sat there twitching all night, just thinking someone's going to ask it. Someone's going to ask it if they if they don't. I'm going to. I was sat right at the back like a nerd as well, weren't I? Let's get our guest as well tonight. Uh, I guess tonight. Probably, I'd probably go out there and say he's definitely in my top three favourite county fans with the surname Byrne. It's Sam Byrne. Hello, Sam. Good evening.
5: Yeah, Even thanks evening. for the introduction. Yeah, brilliant boys. Yourselves? All good.
4: Discuss again, at like, well, I was going to say at 10 to 5 on Saturday, but it'll be more like quarter to six with the new <laughs> stoppage time rules and all that. So I need to have a pint in my hand at like by like 10 past five. So I don't know what I'm gonna do. It's gonna be horrible.
5: Yeah, I think uh, yeah, we're, we're all gonna be hanging around until about seven o'clock every weekend, aren't we? Sadly,
4: yes. Especially playing, especially so playing Gillingham as well. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't get me started. Get me... Well, speaking of Gillingham, but like the night before Christmas, I have absolutely no idea what we're gonna get brought tomorrow, but to help us with that. We've enlisted the help of Matt from Jills in the Blood. So we'll get him out after this. And it he, you know, if you want someone who knows the stuff about Jillian this this can be your research for Saturday, Sam. It's just happy yeah, to help mate. Yeah,
5: everything just falls <laughs> nicely, doesn't it? I've yeah, not yeah. on a not on a single bit.
4: So yeah. You know, admit, don't do my own him, research. Yeah. Don't normally do my own research, but I'm doing yours for you this week. Yeah, right, let's right. let's get him out, shall we? Hello, Matt. How are we doing?
0: Very well, thank you, gents You good?
4: Yeah, we're very happy to have you here because uh, you've, of course, have tipped us to win the league on your season preview.
0: I have, and I also know what a shiffer robe is. When I say I know. I just googled <laughs> it in the break, but I'm not. You know.
4: You <laughs> well, did right? that. In. You'd have just been like, well, in there, wouldn't <laughs> <aren't> you? <laughs> don't, don't leave us hanging.
0: I'm not middle-class at all. It's basically a Ponzi wardrobe, I just it says on Google. Ponzi hum- hum- wardrobe. Also known hum- as hum- a closet-like wardrobe. piece of furniture that combines a long space for hanging clothes with a chest of drawers. There you go. Right. See you later. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> 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 Work is here, done.
4: I mean, I mean last time a shifter was mentioned, like someone went on trial for something they didn't do and like, had the life ruined. So let's hope that doesn't happen tonight. Anything can happen on it. So, Matt, uh, uh, Jill's. Yes. Uh, you had the obviously, we were meant to play you at home, uh, just before Christmas at Edgeley mm-hmm. Park, and, the, and that was a point where we're thinking, Well, the way you were playing at that time, we thought that's going to be a guaranteed three points for us. That's
0: oh, you did declare, you did declared after an hour,
4: but, <laughs> pretty, pretty well, well. I don't know, 75 minutes. Let's not be silly, but um. Yeah, and then obviously it got postponed, and then you held us to a draw when it came round. But the the big news for you was the takeover around Christmas time. So, how's it all going on that front? Has the new owner properly got his feet under the table now?
0: It's been brilliant. Um, That's the short answer. Been really, really good in terms of, you know, seven months in, and the changes at the football club have been nothing sort of astonishing. I've said um, to someone last week, it doesn't even feel like it's the same club that's been taken over. It feels like we've just been given a brand new football club. It's it's it really is just ridiculous, the changes that have been made, the feeling around the football club. And yeah, I actually want to go and watch us again, which is quite nice.
4: It always helps, doesn't it? It always helps. So is it a matter of just investing in the playing staff or is the stuff going on off the pitch as well?
0: I think first and foremost, obviously, we're a football club, so it had to be on the pitch. And and the transfer business in, in January was was certainly with one eye at, the trap door into the National League. And I'm convinced that if if we didn't have the takeover, I wouldn't be having this chat with you. I'd probably be talking to a York City fan or something tonight because um, that's how bad it was. Um, yeah, made small gains off the pitch in a very short space of time. Silly things like making the match day experience more appealing, like like you can get a pie and you can get a pint, that type of thing. You know, just as a human, you need to be fed and watered. And it's uh, that's the state we were in. Um, the transfer window in January was was very good. Um, in terms of the here and now and what we needed back then to to, to get ourselves off the bottom and out of the bottom too and, and in the end we stayed up fairly comfortably which was great it also means that we've not got to do loads this summer, I think we made 15 16 signings summer of 2022 whereas we've made half a dozen so far and, and I've been impressed with all of them, there's just the final bits for the jigsaw aren't there which is always the hardest bits to find, the, the strike and the pace and I've said it's, it's just a bit of stardust that I think we need but in terms of coming to your place, it, I think it'll be a different game to, to what it was in March where we did come to play for a draw. We never wanted to play football and, and we got what we wanted, which was, was a good point against a good side. But I think you'll see something more akin to the game at our place, to be fair. I think it'll be two sides that'll be willing to have a go and, and try and win the football match. Whether one does or not remains to be seen. But yeah, it'll certainly be a a proper contest as opposed to, to what we did in March.
4: it would be interesting to see, actually, that because... One of our, down, our one of our major downfalls last season was struggling to get past teams that were just sitting in and just playing mm-hmm. for a draw. So I was kind of excited to see with the, with the because we've done the same. We've we've not we've not had a massive influx of players this summer. Mm-hmm. It's just been adding a bit of extra quality to the group. So it would have been nice to see how we fare against a team that does that. So so are you are you three or four at the back these days?
0: Uh, it's still need yeah, still Neil Harris. Neil's generally a, a sort of a four-four-two or a variation of, of that, but but we've gone away from that a little bit. Um the game at our place was a prime example last season where Ollie Hawkins pulled up ill the, the day before. So we had to go as a four-two-three-one, which was something that we'd not really seen. And it worked really well. I thought we were the better side on the day. Um, so it sort of almost we sort of fell upon a way to play differently, which which got players into their more natural positions and Meant that we had to, you know, try and get the ball down on the deck as much as possible. I'm not saying we we're prime by Munich or anything like that, but we were certainly more pleasing on the eye. But at the end of the day, I don't think fans generally care too much if you win football matches how it how it comes about, do you? So, um, I'm not saying we're going to come up and you know start knocking it around out the back and, and try and pass around you and that type of thing. I think we'll still come up with the same mentality, which would be solid first and foremost. But I think when we get the ball now, we'll at least try and create. We won't just. <laughs> Punt it back to your centre-half and then sit in again.
1: <laughs>
4: well, hopefully we can uh, refrain from that as well because that's, that's something we've we've had a tendency to fall into. Just on, on the, back on the takeover thing slightly, yeah. as, as we know ourselves, like once you once you get a takeover that's clearly improved, it's clearly a takeover that's good for the club. Mm-hmm. obviously we, we've all seen the takeovers that, that, that aren't, there's been like that 10 of yeah. But it's quite common for people, people will get swept up in it all. So, the the point where went, like 99% of things are good but apparently you're not allowed to voice concern about the 1% that could still be improved i should probably just stay out of that facebook group it's probably my own fault but is is there any of that going on with you are, are there any any tiny concerns still is is there anything you still think, need to work on i think
0: no i think we're still like it's almost like a new relationship still like it's it's still very mm. much the honeymoon period there's been a couple of tiny things the there was one gripe about season ticket prices where it got announced at a QA session that they were going to be cheaper than last season's and they they done us on a the technicality. They'd done away with the early bird offer, but they were still cheaper than the full price from last season. So technically they weren't wrong, but obviously when you spend a lot of money, you thought there might have been some sort of early bird offer, but we still paid it because we're stupid or we love our football club. Yeah. Whichever, whichever label you want to put on it. Um, I think the only thing at the moment is we're just desperate to get a a natural goal scorer in, but we know they're the hardest player to be able to buy. And if you believe social media, then we've missed out on about 7 million strikers in the last week or two. If you try and be a little more sensible about it, we've probably only been linked to half a million. <laughs> but no, it is. it is Goals goals win your trophies, don't they, at the end of the day. And, and that's why you have to pay premium for them, whether that's in terms of wages, if it's a free agent or you have to pay a fee. I know we was linked for a long time to Alfie May and the club have said that we tried to get him, but as soon as Charlton Athletic come in, it's, it's still local for Alfie May. It's only just up the road from us and, and they can pay him more wages and they can offer him League One football. So I'm, I'm not at all phased or concerned with another month of the window to go. Um, I think we're set up absolutely fine at the moment to get us through that first month. And if we can add that bit of stardust in the next four weeks, then, then happy days. But we're certainly... I know it's easy to say and people go, yeah, but you shouldn't just settle for where we were last season. But compared to where we were a year ago, it's it's phenomenal. And I think we've just got to embrace that rather than trying to find stuff to find fault with.
1: If you carry on the way that you played that, like the second half of last Ooh. season, then, you know, you it'll be a massive improvement on last year and you're going to be up there, up there fighting for it.
0: That's it, yeah. I mean, I think it was only you that, that got more points than us over the last 23 yeah. games of the season. At 45, we got 41. So 82 points over a season is, is going to give us a right chance of, of going up automatically or at worst being in the playoffs, which is what we're all in it for, isn't it, at the end of the day? We want to see our football team play well, but we want to see our football team win matches and be successful even more than, than how we get to that. Um, I think some are just happy when they're unhappy. I'm always more, I think I tend to be more glass half full and I think people then say, oh, you, you know, you're optimistic for the sake of being it all. But we all see things differently, don't we? And that's the beauty of it. And that's why we can sit and have these types of discussions.
4: Yeah, that's why some people get slagged off in uh, football club fan Facebook groups. So on onto uh, on this, I'm not bitter, not bitter. Not at all. Um, on onto this season. So uh, what, what have you done in the window then? What have, what have been the picks of the business you've done so far in the window?
0: Uh, I think the first one was Connor Masterson, who we've had on loan twice back end of the last two seasons. Um became apparent that he was being released by QPR. We got that done. I think that was announced four days after the final day, which was, again, was another massive change for us. We don't announce signings the week after the season's ended. I, I honestly think he'll go on and prove to be one of the best centre-backs in the division. Um, Johnny Williams, we, we nicked off of, of Bradford. Uh, the eleventh hour, which was um, which was fun to read, similar oh, to some, some top
4: piss boiling that I one. Think, that I think Mark said
0: earlier to me that like Salford reacted to you, Nick and Ibu I think it was similar to that, which was great. Apparently, he was in a hotel the night before, and then we phoned him up, so he got on a train down to Kent the next morning and, and signed that <laughs> afternoon, which was lovely. Um, I think the biggest one though is is Scott Malone, which we had him on trial or he was training. He played for Neil Millwall a few years ago, played 35 games in the championship last season. So we were like, nah, it's not going to happen. And then it got announced last week. So for me, I think that could prove to be one of the top three signings in the division. I'm going to put my neck on the line. He'll probably, you know, break a leg now, first game of the season or something horrific. But just in terms of pedigree and know-how and experience and the level that he's played at, it's only six years ago that he played 30 games in the Premier League for Huddersfield. So um, really impressed with that one. The most recent one was Ashley Natterson. Again, picking the bones out of the car crash that is Crawley Town. And I do feel for their supporters, but you have to look after yourself at the end of the day. Um, he looks to be something that we need. Pace, power, can run in behind, which I think we didn't have at all last season. Um, yeah, so we're not a billion miles away. I think one or two more and we're there for the season. It's
4: it's, it's good seeing players... It's, it's a weird one because uh, Johnny Williams strikes me. It strikes me as a very Nick Powell type one where it's like, well, if he stays fit, mm. you're looking at... You know, the signings of the season, there it's, it's the same with Powell for us. He's, had, he's yeah. had his injury issues, but he played a fair fair few games in the championship last season. And J- Johnny Williams seemed to get through a fair few games for Swindon last year as this well. Is, so this is what Swindon fans are saying to us how oh,
0: he's, he's not fit, he's not going to play. He's played 80 games in two seasons, so he's clearly got no fitness issues over the last two years. Again, I've probably just jinxed it now, but yeah, I know what you're saying. It's if, if you that's the reason they probably dropped to League One and League Two, is because if they were fully fit all the time, then they'd stay in the championship or the Premier League.
4: You see that all the time, though. It, it was the same with with Nick Powell. Rex Rexham were in for him, and then Ooh. as soon as it became apparent, he was he was coming to us instead. Uh, it's like, oh well, we didn't want him anyway because he's he's crocked. It's that just like a thing a of like, well, like, didn't want to shag her anyway. You no, know, it's, it's that <laughs> sort of thing, isn't it? <laughs> so I didn't fancy her anyway. No, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> ah, football, it's great, isn't it? So, what is what in terms of the aim for this season? Then um, have the club actually come out and said promotion is the aim or is it a case of maybe letting everyone go out go on about Wrexham and knots and ourselves and then kind of slipping yeah. under the radar
0: I think I was I've been lucky in the last few weeks I've been lucky enough to interview Neil Harris and I've been lucky to enough to interview Kenny Jacket our director of football for my channel um Kenny said he was open he said the aim within the football club is, is to aim for promotion why not um like Mark alluded to we're, we're riding this crest of a wave we In terms of form over the second half of the season we're one of the best in the division and we've improved the group since then so there's no reason why we can't be very competitive but i think that's um to counter that obviously there's a big dose of reality in that this is probably the toughest league two in in maybe forever it's it's an astonishing league in terms of what you used to think league two was i said to it someone the other day i think league two was almost like the forgotten family member no one really spoke to before like we just sitting in the corner on his own with a tizer at a family party and that type of thing. But now, <laughs> it's every no one there's people that want to come and see League Two, that want to talk to the kid in the corner and have a tizer with him, that type of thing, because the money just keeps filtering down and we're seeing that and it's filtering up as well with Notts County and Wrexham. Um, I'm confident we'll be top 10. I'm not saying we're going to you know win the league because last year I said we'd be eighth and, and made to look like a fool. So I'm going to be... I've I've said in my season preview, obviously I've given you you lot as champions, I've said sixth, um, but that could easily go, we could easily finish ninth, tenth, eleventh if we have a couple of injuries early on the season and don't start well. But if, if we can go and get in a couple of good players that improve the starting 11 between now and August, then we could get into the top three. It's 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 that type of league this season. I think there's probably half think they can get in the top three and two thirds probably think they can get in the playoffs. So there's going to be some disappointed fan bases up and down the country come May and and that could be us. So that's, that's where I'm at. I'm trying to be realistic but cautiously optimistic as well, because it can't be as bad as it was last season.
4: Yeah, well, I think even if even if you do say if you do what we did last season, you know, get to the playoffs and just just fall short, I think you can still be pleased with oh, absolutely the yeah. progress you've made. That that that's in it, it to go from where you were, even like six, six, six to eight months ago, to go mm-hmm. from that and then to be even to be even talking about the playoffs is mm-hmm. is great, in it. Never never mind actually actually getting there. That's well, it, I mean, yeah.
0: Again, it's, that when it's, it's, when it's the what the penalty what got missed straight,
1: yeah. <laughs> Of course,
0: yeah. yeah Mark said to me earlier, he said he he, he didn't seem to, he wasn't worried in no. the lead-up to the playoff title. <laughs> but as, as that morning approach, obviously, you want to win and then you care when it doesn't happen. But, um, yeah. yeah, I think it's just a case of enjoying the season. If we don't start great, let's try and stick with it because you're a prime example of how it, it can improve and improve quickly. And then you go on a run and, and confidence starts increasing and then you start beating everyone and... I'm just looking forward to it. That's the biggest thing for me. After the last couple of seasons, like last year, thinking we was going out of the football league the season before dropping out of League One, it's it's just nice to be able to to be a part of the football club again. And it feels like everyone's pulling in the same direction for the first time in a few seasons.
4: Yeah, yeah, we, we've 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 kind of had that in the like recent years, haven't we? Where where you think you, you think it's things aren't going to improve, and then all of a sudden you're like. You'll have, well, for us, it was bringing Jim Gannon back, and then that led to the takeover. And mm-hmm. then it's just, it, yeah, it's, it's great, isn't it? So, on to, on to Saturday, before before we wrap up, our, mm-hmm. I hate asking this because it's just such a shit question, but prediction for Saturday then?
0: Oh, I ask it as well. Don't know, Mark? Yes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and I give uh, you my what, answer. What, what, what did Mark go for first?
0: Mark said 2 1 or 3 1? No, 3 1 counting. Sorry. <laughs> two, <laughs> no, Mark, yeah, two, 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 2 1
1: or 3 1 to us. That's
0: what I said. I'm out. You can stay. I've got mine because it's the same notes. <laughs> and I said, oh, "Where am I going? That way." Score draw.
4: I just, that's, I, that's the I, way out. Marbury, I just
0: think it's it's like first game of an international tournament, first game of the season. You don't get you don't get beat. It gives you something to start with. It gives you something to build on. If we get beat, so be it. it doesn't mean our season's over. If we go and win, brilliant. Doesn't mean your season's over. But I just think I'm going to sit on the fence.
4: <laughs> I mean we we don't tend to win on the first day so it will be 3-0 down in eight like minutes won? now won't we yeah well last year we were a goal down before I'd even got in the ground so so, so anything better than that I'll, I'll take it. If, it if it's still nil-nil 15 minutes in when I've left the pub then that's fine I'll, I'll, I'll take that <laughs> well, like, Matt he's been smaller. an absolute oh, well, <laughs>
0: Luffy, after first half yeah, well yeah
4: yeah. well score draw you'll be alright uh, a question actually that a couple of people have asked in the mm-hmm. in the comments for you Matt uh, have have uh, Gillingham turned down a documentary
0: I'm not sure I think, I, know, I think Brad might have alluded to something very early on or I might have dreamt that entirely Ian but um I think there was sort of a question asked and there was too much going on in terms of it being so soon after the takeover and we were still in trouble. So I think it got turned down quickly. Like I said, I might have just made that up, but I'm I'm pretty sure there was a question asked very early on after the takeover and and it got politely declined.
4: The last thing you want to do is go balls out for promotion and then miss out on a documentary. Oh,
0: or just mentioned. get relegated into the National <laughs> League would have been even worse, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, we did a documentary in 1997. I think we were one of the first football clubs to do a documentary. It was called The Football Club, if you check it out on YouTube. Yeah. It was on our local television station called ITV Meridian. Um, yeah, and it followed the 97-98 season. Yeah, we hit the post in the last minute of the last game and missed out on the playoffs by one goal. Yeah. <laughs>
4: That's minging. That's rancid. That, yeah, it? <laughs> that's horrible. It, it was a weird period that was. I, li- I don't know if you've listened to uh, Quickly Kevin, the 90, 90s football podcast, but they, they, they yeah, do a thing.
0: They, they covered it, yeah.
4: They did. They covered it. And, and they've covered a few from that era. And the unique... It's weird. All the all the documentaries at that time, it's all just clubs having a terrible time with it. It's... it's it's not. It's not like the Wrexham one is now. All these all-or-nothing things that you have on Amazon about the big clubs and stuff like that. It's just these these clubs in just awful turmoil. And it just think, why have you signed up to this? Why?
0: Yeah, we was. I mean, we was all right in terms of where we were at the time as a club. We was actually okay. We were three years into the Paul Gallia and it was our second season in League One after getting promotion out of this division in 95-96. But yeah, it was the most horrific ending. Yeah, after getting so close, I think we went about. But we lost once in about or twice in the last 25 games and then just had to win against um, Wigan on the last day. And they had the three amigos. Remember the three amigos that played for Wigan? It was Martinez, Diaz. And there was always one other that gets forgotten. You know, that kid in the corner again with his ties <laughs> up.
1: His ties um, I can never <laughs> remember
0: his name. But yeah, that's who was playing for them. And um, obviously, Roberto Martinez went on to have a, a very decent managerial career. But yeah, that was that was the ending. It hit the post in the last minute. and uh, But we found out that Adi Akinbahi can draw. So, it weren't all bad.
4: That's, that's what you want from a documentary, yeah. Yes, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'd, I'd have taken that if you told me it
0: was promotion. Yeah, the happy boy is good with chalk.
4: <laughs> oh, brilliant. Listen, Matt, thank you so much for joining us, mate. We wish you uh, all the best for your journey on Saturday and thank you very much. all the best for the season after about half
0: six. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. thanks, mate. Well, You'll well,
3: catch well, yourself. Well, Cheers, pal. Yeah. See you later. See later. later <laughs> This is the Scarf Bagara War, a Stockport County fan created podcast, blog, YouTube live show, and website. Find us at the uk for county fans by county fans. Yeah, it's always
4: good to have someone who knows what they're talking about, innit? That's why I've got you two <laughs> sorted. <laughs> right, I'll leave you to it. I'll leave you to it. A little <laughs> cheeky bit of admin before we. Uh... Before we crack on. Uh Mark Love is auctioning, as you'll know, Waggy, because you were there. Uh the, the shirt that Waggy's wearing, the limited edition 140. 30.
1: 130.
4: How many years? 140. What? It's 140. 140. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not about maths and shit. God. Um <laughs> yeah, the 140th anniversary shirt is it signed by if if an ex player was there on Saturday, then they've signed that. Steve Bellis has signed it. And he is going to be auctioning off for two fantastic causes, uh, Mentel and Christie's. So he's going to be selling tickets for that, and we'll—I'll put the details into the episode description, and you can have a look. But I, I'm going to be having a few of those tickets. I think he'll—he'll uh, he'll take a bank transfer, and he'll also take cash on match day. So he'll be outside the Gland on Saturday. But I'll publish all that, and we'll. Put it on our socials. And also, uh, we've been in touch with the Heart to Heart fundraising group, who, courtesy of Mr. Steve Bellis, who was on tremendous form last night. We'll get onto that later. Uh, they've got a uh, Experience data raffle off courtesy of Steve Bellison County. begin the day at Edgley Park, where you're then whisked off to Carrington training ground. You'll meet the team, manager, and staff and watch training and get photos with the players and staff. Then get the chance to have lunch with the team and they'll sign whatever you have with you. There's 130 tickets available, uh, 25 pound a ticket, and the ticket is for one adult and one child. So, once again, we will publish that, and that's it's, it's all very good causes. Talking of good causes, uh, don't forget in the new season there's plenty of content from us, so you can subscribe to our Patreon. I imagine going from proper good causes to
0: give us three quid a month for this.
4: <laughs> um, our first episode of the inaugural Dave Smith never existed quiz, which uh, where Ben Walker pit, pitted me against Cy Lomas in a very obscure county quiz, is up there now. Uh, starting next Monday. We're going to have the Courtyard Club Call with Waggy. And for the first couple of weeks, uh, Daniel Culverwell, friend of the show, will be joining Waggy for that. So that will be in your subscriber feed Friday. Uh, Friday? It's only Friday, do you? it's bloody Monday. Um, yeah, that will be, that'll be in your subscriber feed Monday evening. And speaking of the Patreon, we're doing a seven-day free trial at the moment. So if you, you know, if you sign up this week to that, then you'll get that on Monday. And you also get access to the quiz, which is very good. You can't argue with that. Right, let's get on to actual things, like football things. Two games at weekend. Well, Sam, I'm assuming you went to both.
5: No, I was at um, Preston. I was at Preston on Saturday. Missed the Huddersfield game. Blackburn. Blackburn. Uh, Sorry, Blackburn game, yeah. I missed Huddersfield game as well, to be fair.
4: <laughs> You're getting Huddersfield and Blackburn mixed up just like that guy last night You asked the question.
5: Yeah, it's captain. Yeah, yeah, I was at the Preston yeah. game on Saturday, but that's the first that's the only preseason fixture of I was at. So
4: yeah, it's a good so one. I was at I was at neither. So uh Waggy, which one were you Uh
1: I just I just went to the Preston.
4: Um Preston, which was uh, the Saturday. So neither none of Saturday. us went to uh, Friday. Good. It's like uh, it's like altring them all over again last week. <laughs> <laughs> at least we don't have two weeks of games. Cover. I, I, I think the general consensus from Friday night, though, was that we, we played well. I think it didn't look... Yeah, it sounds did like games, we missed well, the... a mixed team.
5: Yeah, it sounds like we missed a whole bunch of chances as well. Paddy, what mm. was it, two yards out and a few others as well. So, yeah, I don't think it's too worrying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And then to lose the penalty as well, it's yeah, I was going it's going to change a penalty late on, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's it's just hard. And it's even the four nil to this field, it's just a bit like you know, unless you're getting slapped six seven nil every weekend in pre season, it's not a massive concern. It's hard to get too worked up about it, I think.
4: Yeah, that, that's it. And it seemed, I mean, Friday was a bit more of an experimental side, I think. I think it was clear that the bulk of who was playing on Saturday was going to be with a view to the game against Gillingham. Um, so it, it seemed, you know, people got minutes in the legs. Saturday, uh, Will Collar getting 45 minutes. By the sound of it, he probably won't be starting this Saturday. He's not quite ready yet, which makes sense. But we, 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 I think we've had this before where we've kind of rushed players back. So, but with with the options we've got as well... We'll, we'll probably get another injury as I say this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Something's probably happened, um, but yeah, very. From what I've seen of Saturday, very impressive. But you, you were both actually there, so take it away.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I, Preston were, were obviously decent, despite what what somebody at the forum thought last night. Um, Preston are obviously a decent team and, and should be looking like the, you know, the if not in control of the game, the you know, the slick and they the keep the ball well. And um, I was going to say create chances. They didn't really create any any major chances other than one, which was they scored, but it was offside. Um, for me, they, they missed a load of like half chances, like, you know, pot shots on the edge of the area. Um, and County, it it reminded, a bit like the Charlton game, obviously not to the same extent, the, the Charlton replay, where you're coming up against a team that obviously, a little bit above your level, but County can just kind of control the game, and even when the other team are in possession, the County seem happy with you know the, the, with the shape and with with what's going on. So, um, I mean, I spoke to Fraser Horsfall this week, and he said that the Preston game for him was like that's what they're going to be coming up against. That they, they felt like that was the most realistic game of pre-season in terms of. How we're going to be playing and and how we when we come up against better teams, you know, Bretons or or not, sorry, whether it's going to be this season, we know that teams will have possession and and have chances here and there, but we we know our shape and you know we can control games. So um so yeah, I think it was it was pretty pretty comfortable and obviously a bit bit positive. Yeah, so all good.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think the first fifteen minutes, I think they seemed to be the better team, and then we just grew into it. And we'd say, you know, we were very, very comfortable. Didn't look like we were going to concede good going forward and stuff like that. So yeah, I think we say it it looked good. And as you say, the shape looked like people knew what they were supposed to, where they were supposed to be in the positions and stuff like that.
4: Yeah, it feels like we've really benefited from keeping most of the same squad as last season. I mean pre yeah. pre season last year was a bit of a weird one, I think, because you had all these new players to integrate, but it seems like this year, it's just been that. I know, I know uh, Dave mentioned it at the forum last night, that, that the process of get, like, getting prepared for this season started in the dressing room after in Wembley after the Carlisle game. And it, it genuinely seems to look that way. I know it was easy to get a bit disheartened with the Huddersfield game, but I, I think something that's worth considering about the Huddersfield game is that we we set up like, like we're going to be doing most weeks, where we're going to try and get on the front foot and stuff where rather than like we're playing a championship team in a cup game and you try and shut up shop a little bit and hit them on the counter, we were were playing our normal game and got picked off of it. But you you tend to, I'd I'd like to think you'd learn more from the defeats in pre-season than you will do. Certainly learn more than going to Old or Chorley and smacking them five or six. Yeah. I was just going to
5: say, I'd much rather, you know, maybe not 4-0, but albeit, you know, to a strong Huddersfield team, I'd much rather do that and, Give yourself more of a challenge all right maybe not you know chelsea or united in america but um a, a, de- a decent side a strong side the level or two levels above and play how we want to play regardless of whether it's huddersfield or you know altering them rather than going to you know no disrespect and obviously i know it was an annual thing but going somewhere like nomads and winning 11-1 I know the purpose of that friendly used to be more for the the community and stuff like that, but that's you get the point. You know, going to a yeah. Division Ten team and winning twelve nil, where they're all playing on fifty percent or less because they know they can just knock it around at ease and and go and score another goal if like you fancy. I'd much rather take a defeat to a stronger team, but play how we want to play, even though it will come up against a stronger team, so that when we do come up against Gillingham and Walsall and Bradford. We, we've already got that that style kind
4: of implemented. Absolutely, absolutely. Do you know if there was, a, has there been any sort of behind closed doors game this week? or? No, I, I thought,
5: I don't. I did ask questions. I thought we might have done a, you know, a Tuesday night or a, something like that. But no, I think it's just all been all on training this week. Maybe they don't want any more injuries before right? <laughs> the well, no. injuries <laughs> no. before season starts. No, um, but yeah, I think it's just been a clear, a clear run at, at training all week. So. Um, yeah, obviously Tarsovic was back in on Monday um, and uh, Touchwood has not heard of any more injuries at the moment so I'm assuming everyone's in. As you say, Chowna mentioned last night at the Fans Forum that Collar's probably you know, a fortnight or so away from actually being ready to start games. Although on Saturday I thought he was I thought he, could, he it was always planned for 45 minutes but he, he looked okay in terms of fitness. It was obvious it was a match sharpness side of things that was where he was struggling, but in terms of his actual fitness, you know, compared to Wembley, where he was basically dragging one leg around the pitch with him, he was he seemed pretty up to speed in terms of his own personal
4: fitness, so clearly not too far away. Yeah, because he wanted to come back as well. As it's, it's, I know, I know uh, a lot of people seem to be bemoaning the fact we've not signed a like for like replacement for what at signing signed another target man, but it's, it's a tricky one because. I mean, what was, what was our top scorer last season? He was just really getting into his stride when he got hit by the injury. So whoever comes in, they're gonna be they're gonna be playing for two or three months, and then ninety nine percent chances they're gonna be a backup. So it's it's tricky to find a player for that. And as as Matt was saying before, when you're signing strikers, that, that's what that's what everyone's after. So do you, do you think it kind of signifies that maybe we are going to be playing it on the deck a bit more? We're, we're not we're not going to be going as direct.
5: Yeah, I think there was there was hints last night, wasn't there? That it's. We're, I think both Simon Wilson and Dave Challener were were basically saying it without saying it in that. Yeah, we need to be more, maybe not exciting, but more front foot, ball on the on the deck, um, you know, more kind of targeted towards getting goals, getting forward, being more. Like I said, I don't want to say more easy on the eye, but that kind of thing where you are less maybe workmanlike and more, you know, going for going for goals. And you saw on Saturday as well, they did try that, that front three with um, Powell as the nine and Barry and uh, Papula in the first half and Richardson in the second as the, the two flanking in. So if that's the shape they're going to go with or at least have in the back pocket... You can probably see to an extent why they've not gone for a water replacement because Powell is a is a big lad. He's a he, he played, you know, he's played up top of the stoke and, and did did well. So if he was to play in that role with with two nippy sort of inside forwards flanking him, you can see how it could work. But obviously that's going to be the argument, isn't it? Whether we should have moved to to sort some sort of water replacement. And to be fair, I can see both sides of it, but it's just going to be one of those, you know, proof in the pudding.
4: He's not discounted the fact that, that, you know, there could be further signings to come. And we've still got four weeks of the window. So there's, there's always going to be opportunities presenting themselves. So I don't I don't think... I, I think people have, have kind of gone beyond. The, I've, not, I've not really seen much bedwetting about it, to, to use that phrase. I've not, I've not seen to, people to, getting too pissed off about it. Yeah,
5: to, to be fair, I do... I do. Kind of agree with the, the, the argument on getting a wooden replacement to an extent, but I'm not like absolutely adamant that we shouldn't do. But I, I get where they're coming from in terms of okay, well, if you've got this kind of striker that we can go long to and is going to win free kicks and is going to hold things up and is going to bring other players into play.
2: List to find out if it's right for you.
3: Away days with county are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
5: And if that's a big part of how we play, it's suddenly a big part of how we play without the person to do it. Because, I, you know, I mentioned Powell where he, he can play as a nine, but having seen him on Saturday, he, you don't get the same vibe of him being a, a Walton type player where he's going to, you know, back to goal, hold it up and bring players in. Um you know, it's going to be more front-facing and, and getting into the box and, and all those things when he does play up front, you'd imagine. So I do get it. But I think, you know, as much as people kind of will criticise the recruitment here and there. Generally, you know, I don't think Dave Challen stupid by any stretch. He's not going to head into a season completely hamstrung by by having no like for light replacement. So, you would imagine is the, the the alternative is that we've got a different way to go
4: about it. I mean, you, you say Dave Challen is not stupid by any stretch, but he came up to me last night and said, I'll have to come on your podcast again. So...
5: Oh uh, yeah, sure he's out.
4: <laughs> Maybe he thinks he's just going to read out the squat numbers. <laughs> oh god! Well, well, we might have time to get on that shortly. Oh god! Uh, do we? Do we know what the score is in terms of Paddy Madden? Because he looked to have picked up a knock on Saturday and on Friday. You know, Friday, sorry, went went down the tunnel. Yeah, Friday night. Yeah.
5: yeah, he was fine. He was there on Saturday. He was. He's yeah. he's perfectly happy with where he's at. There's no no one else that we don't already know about that's not in training this week. Um, last I heard, so yeah, I think it was obviously always a plan for him to not be involved Saturday anyway. But like I say, he was there in the main stand and he was chatting to people, had a chat with us, and it, there was no issues there as far as as he was concerned. So yeah, I don't think there was anything major in it unless unless it's reoccurred this week or unless something happens between between now and Saturday. But yeah, I think we're I think we're all right there.
4: Lovely stuff. It's it's going to be very interesting for the uh, fan hub lineup predictor on on Saturday. And interesting to see, uh, Waggy, how, how 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 are you seeing it? How do you think we're? What do you think we're going to go for on Saturday?
1: On Saturday, um, at the minute, I've got uh, Hinchliffe, and then I've got um, Torre, Horsefall, and Noyle at the back. Rydell, Sorry. and. I don't, I've gone Southam-Hales at the minute, but I'm not sure if Richardson will play. And then I've put Camps and Crowsdale in the middle. And then I've gone um, Powell, Madden and Barry up front.
4: Same as me. you come to the same team <laughs> as me.
1: This is why we've got you on air. <laughs> I think that's it. Look, judging by the players that we've got, you know, the ones that aren't injured and stuff like that. Camps has, I think Camps has played well pre-season. Every time that I've seen him, he's looked really good. Um, as I say it's just whether he plays Southam Hales or puts Richardson in. I think that's the only one. I think really for me, I think he's played that same back three for pretty much every game pre season. So I can't see that he's suddenly going to change that going into the first game of the season. So yeah, that's what that's what I've gone for. That's what I think we'll be we'll be playing. So and I've got loads. I've got super subs and all sorts for fan hub. So I think I can get fifteen points. <laughs>
4: Well, I've I've gone for uh I've gone for horsefall for the poacher point. Sorry, oh, to, yeah. uh go out there. Uh, it's about time we started scoring more from corners.
5: Yeah, definitely. Um yeah, I I'd probably go Sars over Camps. Well Camps was good on Saturday. I mean he should have scored, but other than that he was good in terms of what his actual job is. Yeah. Um I just yeah, I think I'd go with Sars a bit, assuming I mean he's he's trained all week and you know, I think it was just a knock, so assuming that it's nothing that affects his his kind of fitness or match fitness, then I'd go with him. Obviously he had a really good pre-season and was really good in the in the playoffs as well for us. Um so and obviously he started last season really well as well, um, which may not have any bearing, but Chaloner brought it up again last night. Um, you know, that when he does start for us and he gets his teeth into a into a new season he you know he's he can get that runner form going. Um and he, I think he mentioned him again last night as you know he wants more sort of ball carriers and people that can get in between the lines and, and try and run at defences and all right maybe he's not going to be one that directly runs at defences but he can bring the ball out midfield and, and pick a pass or, or or take a shot. Um so yeah I'd probably go with him in midfield and I don't know I can see I can see maybe a, a situation where we go with Noyle as the right wing back in the first half, maybe right as the right side of centre half. And then okay. maybe second half you go, all right, Noyle can tuck in and, and get some mails on to hopefully try and stretch them a bit more and get a bit of pace up and down the wing and get some balls into the box. Um So, yeah, because it's going to be, I know you your man before was was kind of thinking that, that Gillingham will be coming out and, and kind of coming at us, but I, I just can't see it. They've, they were, they scored the fewest goals last season and again we can clip this and we'll probably be 5-0 down at half time on saturday but um <laughs> you know they scored the fewest goals last season um i think the only team to score less than less than 40 last season in the league they've signed oh, i think Alfie may would have been the big one if, if they did get in they're probably coming into the season thinking you know it can be like a little mini lead to Harland where you're just giving the ball and, and you'll you'll get goals but now that they haven't got him you know they've got the life from crawley which You know, he's obviously got that pace, but I don't think he's the the guy that's going to go and get 30 goals or whatever it may be. So, and as much as we know that they're going to be a threat this season, they're probably looking at it going, we've probably got one of the toughest, on paper, the toughest opening games, you know, away from home this weekend. Um, So I think it'd just be madness for any team to come out and go, yeah, we're going to go right at you. Um, You know, I think, even Barrow didn't do that. I know it sounds strange to say because it was 3-0 up at half-time, but if you remember, it was three shots and three goals. Um, one of them was from, what, 25 yards that snuck into the bottom corner. And obviously, we were a bit shell-shocked. I just don't think it, it makes any sense for anyone to come out on the opening day and, and just go all guns blazing and go, you know, go at us. Like I say, probably proven completely wrong now, but I think we well, need needs to try and... Stretch them, then you've got the blights on the bench of Savant Hales and and those kind of pacey players that that can try and get a bit of width and try and drag them out of out of the centre.
1: Yeah, he said it himself, didn't he? he? Thinks it's it's like the start of a World Cup campaign. Just don't get mm. beat. So I think yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he's already got the attitude. They might be a bit more progressive than they were last time they were at Edgeley Park, but they're not going to come out and start say, like pinging balls everywhere and trying to get in behind us. I don't think.
5: And and you know they shouldn't like that's no. not like oh boring you know whatever it they, why would you if we were going <laughs> away if we were going away on Saturday to to Wrexham or you know even to like an MK Dons or or Notts or whoever or to Gillingham you know we're going to go out to try and win the game but we're not going to come out and and start you know going gung ho from from the first minute so I think it's going to be interesting I think it's probably we said it a lot last season and to be fair it probably got to a point where we were like. We're banging our heads against the wall, but it's probably going to have to be a bit of patience on Saturday for us for us to maybe draw them out in the first place, and then start playing how we play and try and drag them out of position, drag them out of the shape. Um, to be fair, last season I remember saying a lot on the on the commentaries and when I came on air, it was about you know we're going to have to be patient. But I think in fairness to all the fans, it got to the point where it was like right, we've been patient for for weeks and we're we're still just sort of going long to to Watton or even when Watton's not on the pitch, we're trying to go along to um, you know, whoever it was that it was that we had up front at the time. Um and it wasn't really working for us. So there's definitely you know, the onus is on the on the county players this weekend, without a doubt, to come out and go, Right, we're gonna we're gonna get you out of your seats and we're gonna you know, the like of Louis Barry and Nick Powell and whoever else, we're gonna run up defences and we're gonna get balls into the box and make things happen. I think there's got to be an element of that this season.
4: That's where the excitement lies for me now. The fact, the fact we've got, we've got pace, we've got ball carriers, we've got players who can run at opposition defenses. It's something that we've. It felt like last last season we were more functional than flashy, but it seems like we've got a better. Like you said about about the possibility of Seldom Hales coming off the bench, just just having having that option again is absolutely fantastic. It's yeah, very optimistic about it now. Obviously that now I've said that. Well, no, actually, knowing my luck, we'll be 1-0 up before I've got in the ground this year. That'll be I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I need to, like, leave the pub earlier. <laughs> maybe that's it. That's it. Even the courtyard try and, like, usher you out as well. The courtyard, like, they stop serving at quarter two and then, Kind of glare at you, like shouldn't you, shouldn't you be in there? So I might actually take heed of it this year. This year yeah. Well, it's like you,
5: you said to you said to um the fellow before. You know, we've lost, we've not won on the opening day since uh, 2018. Um, mm. FC United, but then the, the past two times we have won on the opening day, we've scored five and, and four. So you never know, it could go either way. We could be talking about six opening day defeats in a row, or we could be saying we've. We've gone and done to one of the one of the fancy teams what what many people probably won't do this season. Go and go and grab a grab a few goals.
4: How do you think it is? For no, probably not. In- but never know. Well, no. <laughs> 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 it's just just caveat that. Yeah, touch wood. Um, in, in terms of us being tipped for the title, I mean, it's it's quite an easy shout to make. Anyway, I think given that we lost in the playoff final, that's it's quite a basic shout to make that. we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll win the league yeah. next season. But do you reckon there's an element of having to block that out for the players because you don't want to get ideas of what you're saying too early? Or do you think they'll be able to use that and that'll help push them on a bit?
5: Um, I think last season being favourites, maybe did make some of them a bit jittery. Maybe the, the likes of yeah. Joe Lewis, for example, a younger player that's come out of the National League and suddenly is <laughs> is in a squad that's being tipped to win the whole division and, you know, he's barely even got his feet under the table. That's just one example, you know, there's probably a handful. It may be even someone like Ackler-Wright, again, who's come from the Conference North, as as he was then with, with York. Um Whereas this season, you know, fewer signings. The signings we have made, Ibu Torre, he's been at Salford for, what is it, six years. Every season that he was with them, they were tipped. They either did go up or they were tipped to go up. Um so he'll have that. I think he was captain on Saturday, um, which says a lot straight away about his experience. And, you know, Nick Powell, nothing needs to be said. Louis Barry at Salford last season played his played his part in the, the promotion race and played his part in the playoffs. So I think the difference this season is probably the players that we do have are more accustomed to it, either from being with us last season and now being used to that or being at clubs in the past where... It was just their bread and butter to be in the in the news, and you know to be tipped for for promotion or whatever it may be. So, um, and again, just just mentioned earlier, I spoke to to horse Football in the week, and he, I asked him that same question, and he he said, "Look, he said, regardless of what pundits say and what we see in the bookies odds and stuff, he said we all say it to each other at training, you know, with with these facilities and and um, you know the the ground and the fan base and everything else." we know we're expected to to win the league or to be in, in the top three spots. So, he said, it's kind of like you're not telling us something we, we don't already know. So, I think that's probably the attitude
4: they're to, to going with this season. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Before we, um, before we get on to a little bit of chat about the forum last night, uh, Billy Chadwick going out on loan to Gateshead and... Amongst about 10 or 15 select people, the sky has fallen in because this is the most mental thing. To... Imagine signing a player with a view to sending him out on loan and saying exactly that and, and declaring, him on loan. yeah, and then declaring
1: that mental. it's probably going to send him out on loan and send him yeah. out on loan. Yeah.
4: but this is exactly what I I like to see the fact we've got a club in Gateshead who are playing football the right way, they're a progressive side, and we can trust them to develop our young players. And Similar to what that was a nice surprise with the with the Louis Barry signing, which, by the way, I, th- I think I'm more excited about him than I am about, in all honesty. Just a player I've really rated for a while, mainly because of football manager, but that's that's where it all comes from. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, the fact that Villa, it was, it was mentioned when we signed Barry that Villa were happy with how we dealt with Reiki, which, considering he was a player who just couldn't get his way into the team, that just speaks volumes about the way that we're operating things like Simon Wilson, Dave Challoner, the coaching staff, everyone.
5: Yeah, and, you know, from what... I think I mentioned that online when, when we signed him. Um, and from what I heard, I didn't quite go into it in as much detail, but the impression I got was Villa were, were like, properly bigging us up to, to him, you know, and he was more than happy with it. But when it first became a possibility for him to come to us... From what I gather, Villa were like properly, yeah, this is it's the great facilities, but you know, they'll they'll do right by you and that kind of thing. Um and, and Reiki was always fine as well, you know, for someone that wasn't getting minutes. I think when he left he was he was fine with how it all gone. He was he was happy that I think it was his first proper loan. So getting experience around a senior squad of players in a proper training ground and being around a, a professional football club. Um You know, I think to to a much lesser extent because it didn't go as well. Will Fish, there was that kind of talk from from um, United as well in terms of, all right, well, we don't, we know he's not playing, but we're not going to terminate alone because he's he's getting, he's training day in day out at at Carrington. He's he's getting to know how it how it works. If not, if not getting the minutes, and if not um, playing in his preferred position or or whatever the case may be, still getting that experience and obviously now he's gone off to um is it hips he's gone hips. twice in a row now two seasons in a row they, their fans love him um obviously it didn't i'm not trying to claim it it was some like master stroke or anything like that it didn't work out alone but i know there was that kind of talk of both clubs both parent clubs being being happy with with how they were handled if not you know the minutes they got so that clearly played a part in in getting louis barry in um but yeah in terms of chadwick yeah I, I get it maybe because people might have thought okay well i know that they said he was going to go out on loan but then stretton got injured um so does that change things i think they would just it's, it's you know you can probably you can look at the positive side of it in that they have a plan for a player and it that's what they're doing you know stratton got injured they didn't panic and go up oh, you know let's keep him let's just throw him in we don't know if he's ready but let's just throw him in and then if he isn't ready in three in three months time the fans could be on his back he's not got a chance of getting alone it just doesn't work for anyone um and then you've ended up potentially killing a you know a, a young I, I know he's 23 but a younger player that could have gone out to a gate set and smashed it and he's now stuck around having at his confidence shot because he's not potentially up to it but we threw him in because we panicked like you said with instead we've gone and got louis barry and i know him and jack Stratton aren't the exact same type of player but Barry is one like Stratton that will run in from the flanks and and a bit of pace and, you know, will run out defences. So um, I think we've probably got a more suitable replacement, although it's not a light for light replacement, than keeping Chadwick.
1: Yeah.
4: Interesting, because I've I've seen a few remarking that, well, he's 23, so if he was good enough, he'd be in the side by now. But he's not, in terms of miles on the clock, he's not 23 because he's had a long-term injury. And everything so that's that's another thing as well if we threw him straight into the team and then he picked up an injury again and then we're left with the same problem again so it, it makes absolute sense and the fact it's a club that we've now got a good relationship with a club who's you know they're not going to be pushing for the title by any means in the national league but they're certainly upwardly mobile they'll be certainly looking to push towards the playoffs and it, it's it's good that he's, get, he's going to get that experience now
5: yeah you say you yeah. say good relationship as long as we don't uh Recall him a week before
4: they go to a Wembley final. We'll probably probably get away with it.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's true enough. That's true enough. That's all good. Um. So yeah, I, I saw you last night, Sam, at the at the forum. All the nerds sat sat together at the, at the back. Um. Yeah. Uh, particu- particular highlights for you that, that, that we should bring up. Um. But apart from the person who asked if we're going to sign a creative attacking midfielder
5: yeah um well i thought it was i know i had a few jokes on twitter about it um but it, it was fine it was you know it was one of the more kind of interesting ones it, it was obviously it was um quieter in terms of the attendance and last summer um because mm-hmm. last summer i remember it being you know every seat was taken um but i think it was, it was pretty chilled out i think there wasn't i know there was a bit of a collective wince wasn't there when uh the, the topic of see the tickets being posted out of second class delivery was a was mentioned there was a bit of a collective kind of groan um understandably but i don't think there was any kind of outrageous points made or like anything kind of too shocking um i think Chalmers just he's just got in he's just like he'll he'll just answer anything with a straight bar and he won't try and kind of fob anyone off he'll just say what he thinks um you know i know belli's mentioned it kind of jokingly but if you think about when Simon Rusk was in and everything was just so tense and sort of awkward between both, between the fans and, and you know, the management and, you know, there was obviously that uh, that, that moment where someone asked Simon Rusk if, if we'd be more attacking this season and, and Mark Stott said he agreed, um, which I think it was, just, it was just clear it was never going to end well as soon as you've got your chair yeah. and next to the manager. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, when you think about that, you know, we've come, we have come a long way in a short amount of time um mm. so it, to me it was it was just it was fine it was obviously you know like i say we had a laugh on on twitter about it and stuff but I th- there was nothing to add even the questions like you say about are we going to sign an attack midfielder challoner could have you know maybe laughed it off but to be fair he you know he went no we are you know with maybe not a creative attack midfielder but in terms of recruitment we're never done you know the windows open until the end of end of august start of september so there wasn't kind of any, any obviously stupid questions that were just absolutely you know ridiculed or laughed off. So yeah, to it's me, like it was some, there weren't any stupid right.
4: questions. No, there weren't. Correct. <laughs>
5: fair i thought i you i thought i did have you when i teed you up to uh ask if we're signing kabongo shimanga on loan but to be fair you went different you went a different way yeah, that that's fine that's fine
4: yeah yeah i was i was vamping mate i was just improvising just seeing see, see how, how things and I, I was going to ask the shimanga question but then i realized just how far i would have had to run to get out of the door yeah i had
5: a little bit of a nibble on twitter at someone asked me and, and i think he got a bit upset and he said oh i'm only asking because i saw it online and I was kind of like, well, it's not, you know, it's not you. It's just that, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much at the point now. I'm waking up at four a.m. Just like, no, no more, no more. But stop, stop mentioning him. Um, going to bed no, dreaming this. of Kabongo, yeah.
4: that's my sweet Congolese prince. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Um, oh, he's just one of them. But he's, 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 you know, he's 2023 20, Tom Denton. Um, yeah, which is what it is. <laughs>
4: All oh, right, Simon Rusk. Bloody hell, uh, we've had, we've had a, had a had a comment here from uh, your average Cycle. I wonder who that could be. Great interweb content. This just needs a good-looking grey-haired anchor on it. He's doing his own reviews. You know, he's not not even here, and he's doing his own bloody. Review. I I don't do my own reviews. Oh god. Oh, we miss we miss you, Ross. We miss you. He'll be he'll be riding around the garden as we speak on his bike, doing his doing his his lap.
1: Um, It'd be about like about a foot deep now because he's been round that many times. <laughs> it's yeah, just yeah. a big groove.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Oh god.
4: Yeah, and then um, before before we go, we've got the the slight matter of a cup game next Tuesday as well, which is exciting. I I can't go. Got it.
1: I've one got my tickets. One of the ones
4: I want to take off, and I can't go. Oh, you've got that ticket? Not your
1: season ticket. I've got, yeah, I've got that job. ticket. I've not got my season ticket yet, but <laughs> I've got this. have got the Tuesday after.
0: <laughs>
4: that's that's going to be mayhem on Saturday. That is, if if season tickets haven't come by then, I, I I'm going to pitch up in the courtyard early, get a, get a front row seat for the action at the ticket office. It's going to be it's going to be fantastic. Uh, John Billsby says a cycling captain, Tom, if you would. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We've got the grey hair.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Captain Tom, the grey haired anchor that we really needed on here. Oh, God. Oh, bless him. Bless him. him, him. Russ and Billsbury. Uh, Sam, do you know when squad numbers squad are out? We pretty much know them all anyway now. I'll,
5: uh, I'll take a guess at tomorrow. Asked
4: him to ask this. Tomorrow. I'll take tomorrow. a guess at tomorrow
5: because, you know, why not? Get, get some announcement out okay i remember i remember in the uh, in i remember in, uh, when we went up the, from the national league north and uh this isn't liam's fault because you know you're working with what you've got but um we we'd signed two players one of which was alex curran and one was ben jackson on a season one loan which i don't think we signed until a day before the season started so it was just it was just that summer of like we literally haven't signed anyone and uh he, he did, he dragged out the squad numbers to like a full day. So he'd do like, at like 9am, it would re-reveal like Ben Hinchliffe. Then at 10am, it'd be like Dan Coward. And I'm like, oh, you can tell it's a quiet summer when you've got like 27 announcements out of <laughs> out of squad numbers. It's
4: like, next up,
5: number five. <laughs> yeah, I think we're well past that, fortunately.
4: Yeah, I don't think Liam will be in the mood for having that type of fun tomorrow seeing as he spent his whole day at Wrexham today. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's and, and Ben Hitchliff apparently
5: signed for Wrexham, according to someone who mm. jumped into my Twitter mentions, panicking that uh, he'd seen a clip online of Ben Hitchley sat at Wrexham's ground today, talking yeah. about how he was up at Wrexham's ground to with his county track suit on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it reminded me of that that interview with uh, by on Star Sports News, where he was—I think he was still with Man City, but he had his Arsenal training kit on, and City had to City had to ship out some some training kit to him because he was on international duty. Oh, yeah, we're not in that. We're not in that in that situation just yet.
4: <laughs> I, if, if if well well we um I mean we mentioned transfer window business. I would like another international because then we can get our games called off on international breaks. Okay. But then yeah. it'll happen for the first
5: international it's, break, and yeah. I'll be
4: like, oh, why aren't we playing?
5: It, here's one for you for um your next, your next quiz. Well, I don't even know if it's a quiz because I don't know the answer. But um if if Gambia go off to the, the African Cup of Nations. Is that the first ever county player to to represent the country in a, a major international tournament while while playing
4: for us? It Has to be. It must be. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, it I don't think be. there's. Yeah. I didn't know if
5: if Finland ever got to uh, anything when when no, I don't they did. did. The Finnish crew.
4: No, they played. Yeah, they played probably. a qualifier against England at one point, I think, but that yeah. was the closest. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they ever. They ever got through. Well. That's... No, I'm, I'm, I am I. don't think there's been a single one. I, that's that's my... I'm sure uh, Ben Walker will text me in about 10 minutes and be like, well, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. actually.
1: So, I'm sure there'll be one, yeah. And he'll have his actually, shirt. Yeah.
4: <laughs> J- Jol- Joliet Croftier, like, <laughs> represent, represented French Polynesia at the, at whatever the <laughs> sort of it is. <laughs> oh, right. That is about the best place to wrap it up, I think um if you're on patreon you will get this podcast well in the like the next half an hour or so once i've worked out what we're going to call it and then i just, i might start outsourcing the uh, naming of the podcast i just i don't know but then people would have to watch it want me to find i thought i might as well just carry on doing it it's fine <laughs> i'm sure you have, have,
5: have to get get up you have to get I thought, I thought I thought you uh, thought you make the sponsored
4: by him at one point. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Oh, cat Tizer. foul stuff. It's weird. Where, where, yeah. where do you stand on Tizer, Waggy? I,
1: I like. I, I, yeah, I like Tizer. I'm all right with Tizer.
4: Oh yeah, uh, Right you Sam.
1: That tastes a bit like
5: TV static, doesn't it? <laughs>
4: Well, there's the episode title. Thought <laughs> it <laughs> <laughs>
1: well outsourced.
4: Yeah, uh, see, I don't mess about. Um, Matthew White says Tuchy under 20s World Cup, of course. Yeah, this year probably <laughs> sounds about right. Uh, in the reserves, we'll make a comeback next week because I'm I'm sure we'll all be putting in the new refereeing directives next week. Once once we down to seven men, twenty minutes in. And we, st- we still play. Oh, we might have to put the floodlights on for a game for a Saturday game in August. That'd be yeah. that be good.
5: Yeah. Eh, it's, it was. So it worried hard. me when Charlie said, "You know, there's a there's gonna be there's gonna be there could be a red card within 20 minutes." I'm I'm yeah. hoping he's he spoke to him about that.
4: Well, he, he kind of alluded it to be to like up and down the country. There's gonna be red cards in the first 20 minutes. And I was like, you don't mean up and down the country. You, you mean yeah. our place, don't <laughs> you? Yeah. <laughs>
5: Yeah, we flashed back to saw the red cards last season. I oh, did. Yeah. I did worry at one point. I thought with Nick Powell on Saturday because he was he was both winding up and being wound up by a Preston centre half. So I thought he's either going to be off or he's going to be getting one of theirs off on Saturday to get one of theirs sent off. So or both. You know, they could both be walking <laughs> to be there. So uh, yeah, I just I don't think you know I think we've gone from last season being oh there's got to be a question over discipline. To uh the season being there's a question over injuries. I don't think I could bear it if we end up having a question over both injuries and Ricard at the same time. <laughs> that,
4: that would be the most county thing ever though, wouldn't it?
5: Yeah, the team thought's gonna have to be just just don't do anything. Just don't touch anyone. Don't just yeah. just just don't do anything. L- lose five 0 but just don't don't make any challenges.
4: Well, I'm hoping that now we're getting like a full house for most games. I, I want us to develop like you know, you know that that roar that they have at Goodison. Well, it's not a roar; it's a howl. That howl at Goodison Park. It, it, Goodison Park seems to be the ground that's got it nailed down the best. Like when they're whinging at a referee, they'll just do this very. I think it's the, it's the way the stadium's built and the way the acoustics are and everything. But this, I, I want that for us. I, I want us to have like an Edgeley Park howl, just getting incandescent at refs every week. <laughs> will we have a sweepstake on how long it'll be before, before we come away from a game saying the ref was good?
1: Uh, Saturday. <laughs> After what we've just said. I jumped in before you finished the question there, didn't it? when you said good? I thought you were going to say crap. <laughs> right. right, yeah.
5: yeah. Normal service. Oh, yeah. oh, I don't know. I feel like we don't talk about them being good a lot. Because they are not most of the time, but um, yeah,
1: maybe Tuesday because two or three, yeah, weren't there? Two yeah, or three last yeah.
5: year. Yeah, maybe Tuesday because at, at Hillsborough, you know, maybe where the you know you have that typical kind of the referee. The referee doesn't want to be seen to be favouring the, the the bigger home team at, at you know a big ground, so he goes with the goes with the away team. Now I said and that I'm again I'll probably
4: end up. To six years of the National League North there. Thanks for that self. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Hope well hopefully wear the we're the we're the Brackley on, on Tuesday night, which I never thought I'd say, but uh... <laughs> Yeah,
4: rather, I'd rather you didn't, to be honest, mate. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Well I mean on that bombshell, that's probably the uh... <laughs> to, Best to be fair, been...
5: to be fair, I'm saying that I'm coming from a place of Brackley coming to Edgley Park and more often than not winning one nil and rattling us all. So I'll I'll take that all day long.
1: we go to Very, very good backpedaling there, Sam. Very good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice that. Nice.
4: <laughs> nice. Um, for what it's worth, I think we're going to win at Hillsborough on Tuesday night. I've just got.
5: The to... they, yeah. Regardless of what we do on Tuesday, because cause cup games can be obviously can be any score. But regardless of Tuesday, I think they're 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 obviously in for a, a massive struggle. Out and they? they've, they've they've the manager left and the the chairman's done a full on sort of. Um, you know he's gone and got his. He's, his Darier, he's, he's gone and got his and they made him sit there mm-hmm. in a press conference while he while he slides off the the local press and the the former yeah. manager. And yeah, I was just getting there was that picture of, of the new manager at Sheffield Wednesday sat with his arms crossed while the chairman just like went on a rant. And I just thought this is like peak peak conference North or conference or whatever we were at the time. But, yeah, oh, yeah, I can't see that. It's, I don't think they've signed many players, and they've obviously. Lost a lot as well, so um, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of Tuesday night, I think they're going to be going to be struggling, aren't they? So it could bode well for us to go there and 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 do a job. Yeah, it's
4: a strange amount of turmoil for a newly promoted club, aren't they? It? It's, it's uh, yeah. a strange one, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I would yeah. not be surprised to see us see us air uh, pick up a win. and probably get Leicester at home again next round. At all we need. As long as, long as we are not, I'm I'm still not emotionally ready for us to go to penalties again, ever, ever, ever. Yeah. to
5: Well, we we've just missed one on Saturday as well, so we,
4: at least we're picking up where we left off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> penalty shootouts are for England, not for Galway. <laughs> don't live my life by many rules, but that's it's, just just to touch on the forum again
5: quickly. You know, you said I was it. I did, the one where I did feel a bit for challenge was a question about penalties because. I mean, what can you even really say? I mean, you can practice them. You, you can just do a week of training, solidly taking penalties. It, it, it doesn't matter. You, you penalties are going to be penalties, aren't they? You're going to have someone plays one over the bar or try and pen and click down the middle. or you, you, What can you do? And he just sort of went, yeah, well, you know, we can all take penalties. I think he did uh, thought. And, what was gonna say?
1: And again, we're not, they're not Premier League strikers. You know what yeah, I mean we're, yeah. we're League Two, so we're not going to be the best team in the world at taking penalties.
5: Yeah, and you know, Salford, like we saw with us, you know, Salford missed what Blaze one over the bar and, and missed two of us at Hinchcliffe saved, and that easily could have been us on another day. I mean, it was us against Leicester, to be fair. <laughs> we think we we missed, we missed all but one of them. Um it just it's just penalties, isn't it? You know what? What can you really, what can you really say unless? Unless you're going to go on the training ground and get 30,000 people to sit in the stands at the training ground and watch you take them and try and put you off. I don't think you can really do much about it. So, yeah. Now we've said that, we'll probably get one on Tuesday night. Yeah,
4: great.
1: And uh, great. Bar- Barry was the only one that scored this penalty for Salford.
4: He was, yeah. 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 him nailed on to miss one next week then.
5: He'll yeah. <laughs> it, probably save his miss until Wembley next, next, next May. Oh, don't don't. We, 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 when we play, we know, when we, we, we
1: play Wimbledon, Wimbledon.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: Wimbledon, the Dark horses. after
5: after Joe Lewis sends them to the final.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm having a bet on Wimbledon. As soon as we loan we, we loan someone to a team, that's it. They start flying, so I might I might I might have a cheeky uh, five each way on them just to get something. They had Johnson out of it, as well,
1: didn't the he? they?
5: Have
4: yeah, they had balls well. <laughs> yeah.
5: Jimmy Ball sign this week, yeah, yeah. I feel like we have ended that on the most negative, depressing way <laughs> possible. But, it's,
4: like, um... it's going so well. It's going so yeah. well. Like, um, if anyone's about about Saturday, not, not not you two. I mean, you'll you'll be busy. Well, I'll probably see you, Waggy. You'll be you'll be drinking, won't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be drinking. I'll be there in the courtyard.
4: Yeah. I'm, I'm getting to bask early doors, me. So, if if any any of the readers want to come and say hello, don't. <laughs> no, do, do. It's time, time, time. People, people say I'm surprisingly nice when they meet me in person, so something to think on. Right, chaps, thank you very much for joining me. It's much appreciated. Uh, enjoy yourselves Saturday, and I'll remember all we've said here when we're 3-0 down at half-time again. I'm just getting the, the worst-case scenario. It all, right now. all right,
5: well, I'll, I'll Possibly. end positively. I'm going to be uh, I know you've not asked, but Saturday... 1 0 win, 99th minute. Cheat end, send everyone home happy at about 7 o'clock. And we're off to the races.
4: (laughs) Too too early for that kind of jeopardy. But how many people just go home for the tea?
5: Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be a case of like, yeah, it's it's not going to be a case of season of how you always get those same people leaving with like 20 minutes left. There's people genuinely gonna be going, No, I've got to leave, it's 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 eleven o'clock at night. I've i
4: got I've got to go home. Oh brilliant. Right, we will be back next Wednesday with the reaction to the Gillingham and Sheffield Wednesday games. Uh, for subscribers, Waggy and Daniel Culverwell will be back Monday with the brand new courtyard club call. Have a look at our socials to find out how you can be a part of that as well. You you're gonna be you're gonna be fielding questions from all sorts of weirdos. Like, uh, I might I might uh, give you one about the squad numbers. Just, to,
1: just no, it's not questions. On. It's uh, leave a like thirty-second review. Oh yeah,
4: it is thoughts, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah don't Leave don't a thirty-second review
1: after the game and possibly before eleven o'clock at night when you twatted. <laughs> Although they how might be more people... entertaining.
4: <laughs> well, that's the ones you want to hold on to. But how many people do you reckon are gonna like? send another one on Sunday morning saying, yeah, you not, can you not use mine, please?
1: Well, we know we one for definite, Dave Filbin, he's definitely going to re, re- he's going to rewrite it, isn't
5: he? <laughs> <Shit> house.
4: Right, <laughs> that's it. I'm done. I'm not now. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week, everyone. Surah. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Thank you.
4: This episode of the Scarf Begara War was written, recorded and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. The music on the opening titles was produced by Dan Johnson. To subscribe wherever you get your content, as well as finding out how to join the TSBW fan club, check out the links in the description or go to allthewsscarfbegarawar.co.uk
3: It's the 90th minute, all your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in?